We are sipping hey. hot tea. <laughs> Ooh, and if all we kind of world, I'm glad I got my girl. Ooh, right. <laughs> we are off. Like, first of all, I was not expecting you to lead in with our secret backup song. I didn't know that you were going to ooh, righteousness me. Um, Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of yes yes truly edifying arguments for the everyday christian walk thank you so much for tuning in while you're here please don't forget to subscribe sip and share with us we'd love to have you part of the family i think there's a hole in my tea bag oh sudden like herbs floating around tea lady (laughs) and it's so crazy that i made the tea because we haven't had tea in like the last couple episodes Mm -mm. it's hot and i was like we can't be in a lukewarm water podcast (laughs) No, we can't do that. We can't do it. Welcome to lukewarm water. Can't do it. You gotta choose. You gonna Room get temp spit water or cold water? Yeah, so hilarious. I'm actually sipping on some hot tea that's gonna have some herbs in it. You know what? Whatever. Herbs ain't hurt nobody. Mm-mm. Sip them, sis. Anyway, we're your host. I'm Mikey. I'm KK, and this is Haunt Tea. So today's episode is called Let's Link. Let's link up. What's that mean? What's that about? We're going to get into it. But before, uh-huh. we're going to pray. Let's do it. Call your head by your eyes. Mm. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We ask that you, we welcome you here in this place as we go forth with your word. We ask that you just be here with us as we fellowship with our guests um, online. And we just give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You know, every time I say amen, I think about LL Cool J. Why? It's not random. But... <laughs> Of all people. <laughs> you know, like, I can't do oh, thanks. But um, it's the song Fatty Girl. I don't know if you remember that song. No, I don't recall that song. Busy. Anyway, I'm not going to sing it for y'all, but it's about a girl having a big butt. And in the middle of that song, in LL Cool J's verse, the girl goes, I'm not supposed to do that type of thing. I'm a Christian. He goes, amen. Oh, <laughs> wow. Mm, mm, mm. And like, wow. Every time I just hear like, "Amen," clutch the pearls. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be a topic. Oh, that's another. That's a good podcast topic. I'm supposed too. to do that type of thing. I'm a mm. Christian. Is that the name? Fake of Christians. It? Oh, we kind of talked about that already. Okay, well, maybe another time. Anywho, yeah. anywho, anywho. Anyway, explain our topic for tonight. Let's link is our topic, and what it means is who are you linked and connected to? Hmm. Who is in like not even just in your relationship? But in your network, mm, that's good. Who are you met getting mentored from? Who are your friends? Yeah. Who are you linked and connected to? That's real good. And what does that speak to your relationship with the, the Lord? Is it detrimental to your relationship? Mm. Is it bringing you closer to God? Hmm. Inquiring minds would like to know. Yes, because I mean, I'm glad you opened it up that way because mm-hmm. I think all black parents used to say this that she ain't your little fr- i'm not one of your little friends and yeah. then your mama used to always know the friends to keep around that and ain't your friends friend. not to keep around i remember yeah. i used to hang out with girls who i just you know i was gonna be friends with forever my mama don't bring that little fast girl over here no more <laughs> oh she ain't welcome in here like, uh-uh, she can't that's gonna come. be your person last time or if you, you go in the who house oh i need to call her mom i need to make sure her mom at home mm. like so even mamas be knowing yeah they be peeping game like they have the, a, little the, dis- the a level of discernment yeah a different level of discernment yeah so I think this is going to be a hot topic. Hot topics for hot tea. Mm. So let's kick it off. You know what? I want to kick it off scripturally. Okay. And I want to kick it off with a scripture. And then I want your take on that scripture. Because I feel like we should hit this in points, right? Okay. So who you're connected to relationally, Mm -hmm. who you're connected to friendshiply, who you're connected to network. 
like okay, a so mentor when you said relationally, you mean like romantic relationship yes. and then friendships yes. and then network. Okay. Yes. Got you. Got you. Okay. Maybe not necessarily in that order because, you know, sometimes we just be jumping around. Yeah. But that's where we're going to hit it. Let's so it. what comes to my mind immediately mm-hmm. when we think about who you're linked up with, I think about Abigail and Nahor. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. So if you guys don't know the story of Abigail and Nahor, let's go to, I think it's 2 Samuel. Yeah. Uh, 2 Samuel 25. 20, oh, I'm good. Uh I love it when I know my scripture. Second Samuel, Second Samuel 25. So in this story, uh, Nabal, I said Nahor, didn't I? Nabal. Mm-hmm. Um, who's Nahor? Nahor somebody else. Mm, probably somebody else's name in the Bible. Nahor was fighting with, um, fighting against David back in the day. Anyway, because um, Abner, Nahor, all of those guys. Anyway, sorry. I read a lot of Bible sometimes. Names just come together. Um, so Nabal was married to Abigail. So I'm gonna just mm-hmm. give y'all the Reader's Digest version. Y'all can read first Samuel back twenty five. It's a really great story. At any time that you want because it's amazing. Um, it's a little little long, mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna read it. But long story short, Abigail has this husband and he bread he rich. And I'm not saying that the the word said that. They said he got bread. Um racks on racks on racks. Racks on racks on racks. He had all the camels. They said that there was a wealthy man. All right, who owned property near the town of Carmel, and he had 3,000 sheep and 1,000 goats. He had bread, right? And at the time, it was a little celebration. It was sheep sharing time. So David, like, so at one point, I guess his his flock was moving, and David and them had encamped around them, kept them safe, didn't steal no sheep, made sure no sheep got stolen. Like, he held him down. He didn't owe him no justices, but he did it for him. And so David was like, you know, me and my boys is around your hood. Can we like come through to the party? Right. Can we eat? Can we drink? Can we be merry with you? Rest a while. Right. Just know, kick it a little friend. bit. We honestly don't even got to kick it. Just send us a little something, something like, you know, we, we yeah. a little hungry over here. We in your hood. Right. And so he was real disrespectful. Like, who does this son of Jesse? First, look, first of all, when they say that son of Jesse, you know, it was, you like, know, what I mean? no, but my favorite part <laughs> is that he tried to deny who he was mm. and then was like, who? Hang on. Ah, hang on. He started off and said, who is this fellow David? Question mark. Who that is? You know David. And you know you know who he is. All the slayers. You know who he is. You know he, my boy. And then he sneered and said, who does that son of Jesse think he is? Get out of here, son of Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's so disrespectful. That's so disrespectful. Like, Kim yo. daughter thinks she is. I'm out of here, Kim daughter. <laughs> like, you don't know who I am, but you know my. You know exactly where I came right. from. You know you who know. exactly I am. You know me, right? So he's sitting here coming with the rah rah, right? Mm-hmm. He got the rah rah towards Davis. Makes Davis said the man like yo, tell me one come through, and so he got the rah rah. Like, who the son of Jesse think he is? I ain't mm-hmm. giving him nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't owe. There's mad men out here in these streets. Like he literally was Better saying that. Like, this get it how you this i'm supposed to give it to every criminal every right. outlaw who comes through cold him a whole out right mm-hmm. so david they go back send david word david was like oh it's on and popping short, get your swords swords drawn <laughs> like everybody gonna die my favorite part. <laughs> he literally like david this is what he said he was like get your swords he didn't even reply he was like just get, get your, your swords, swords. <laughs> Get the what is it? Get the, strap. <laughs> get the strap. Get the strap. Right. Right. Get the strap. Get the strap on your swords. You get, it's real. Get the strap. <laughs> Yo, get the strap. Out like we every, out. We out. We like we lining him up. He literally says every single man in his household will be dead by morning. By morning. I am going mm-hmm. to murk them all. Mm-hmm. Cause what Ti said, I don't know what you do for your respect, <laughs> but I'm a die for my. <laughs> 
David was the original T.I. <laughs> he was like, get the what sword expeditiously. Oh, wow. That's hilarious. <laughs> expeditiously, we get his sword. And it says that he had 400 men and they all was riding out and left 200 mm-hmm. there to watch their stuff. Right, you know, just, y'all so, just keep watch. Keep watch. So on their way to go murk everybody in their house, one of the servants in the house who was there mm-hmm. when they, uh, Nabal was like dissing David ran to his wife. Hmm. Abigail he runs to Abigail and he's like, "Yo, sis, your you man is tripping. What happened? You ain't gonna believe. He's wilding out. David held us down. I was there. He kept us safe. Mm-hmm. We was good. We ain't worried about nothing. nothing. It was a shield of protection around us. Mm-hmm. And your man's was like, f that man. That's exactly what he was like. It's exactly what he was like. And so Abigail was like, "Oh shoot, David gonna come and shoot up the club. Like not mm-hmm. in a good Basically. way, not in like a pregnancy way, Basically. but in a, <laughs> in a everybody gonna get murked type mm-hmm. of way." Sorry, I had two minutes. <laughs> so, so everybody gonna get murdered, right? So mm-hmm. he, she's like, you know what? And I promise, if women just read the Bible, mm-hmm. you will learn how to talk to a man. Mm-hmm. Because when when Abigail starts to talk to David, come on, I'm gonna have to read that just a little read bit it. for y'all. But read before it. we get to that, so she sends, she's like, you know what? I'm gonna send him some stuff. I'm not even gonna tell my mm-hmm. man now. This might be a little controversial. Mm-hmm. It's like you're going to go hold. She's working for her man's good. Mm-hmm. She is. She's keeping him alive. She's keeping him alive. Mm-hmm. So she goes, meets up with David. It's like, David, listen, I know I know you could kill everybody. You, you, you that you, dude. You, you, that, yeah. you the king. The godfather. You him. <laughs> you have all, you have the, you have an army. You yeah. have, you, you, you straight. Mm-hmm. He's wildin'. We know yeah. he's wildin'. Don't let the... Yeah. Come on. That's my fry. He is. You don't have to do that. Like, she literally got down, got to her knees, and ego-stroked mm-hmm. this man. And interceded. On and behalf. interceded on the behalf of her husband. Mm-hmm. Who probably wasn't treating her good either. Who... we? I wasn't there. I wasn't in any mm-hmm. household. I'm not gonna speak to what type of husband he is, but we just know he wasn't a good mm-hmm. man. But that connection... That you being a wife who's looking out for your best interest when mm-hmm. you are unaware. And she got home, he was drunk. Mm-hmm. So she didn't even tell him what she did. Right. Until the next day. Because mm-hmm. I didn't, I knew to save your life yeah. what I had to be willing to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that's a really powerful story. Um, mm-hmm. You just learn so much humility from Abigail. So much humility like, from Abigail. So much humility. I love this story because it just really, it teaches you how to be a wife. Like mm-hmm. when your husband wilding, you got to cover him sometimes. Like even, um, I forget who says this, but it's like when we in public, you can be dead wrong. I'm going to stand beside you. When we get home, listen, babe, babe. <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk. But it says right here, Abigail was a sensible and beautiful woman. Mm, sensible. That's one thing I love that the Bible, the Bible always telling you who cute. They, 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 do they always that. tell you That's who rich and who cute. The Lord, it's okay with me wanting to find husband. You know, every single yeah. time it's like, yeah, he was taller than everybody else. Mm-hmm. He, he was, was fine. He was handsome. He had curly hair. It's like, nah, she was bad. Like, right. you know, she saw. Listen. <laughs> Abigail's always, I'm not Abigail. The word is always tell you who rich really and who, who attractive. A broke like, man listen, from Galilee. Like, she had, she had an eye that was not. Yeah. She, who we say about Leah? Yeah, Leah's eyes was a little. Leah, she was a little, yeah, she wasn't really hitting. Like yeah. he didn't really want her because she wasn't hitting. Like 
But you know, we're all few anyway. fearfully and beautifully made. It wonderfully is. made. It's like, right? you know, he had 3,000 gold. <laughs> See, he showed up with 10 camels and 17 bags of gold. And <laughs> Everything detailed. All his family, so nothing out. Nothing. He was like, because he was riding dirty. <laughs> riding clean on them camels. But, hey. I'm so hot. Hey, what you were saying. But no, yeah, that's all mm-hmm. I really had to say. Like, I love Abigail. I love how humble she was. And um, luckily for her, she literally saved her husband's life that day. I mean, he eventually does he perish. He does um, die. But, but that's natural not the... causes, though. Yeah. Um, but... He had a stroke, but that's a different story. And then I also love how she didn't even realize that she was a key factor in David completing the mission that God sent him on assignment for. Because David's whole story was about character development. Yeah. She didn't realize how much of a... a a, a part she played in him standing true to the true test of his mm-hmm. his character of him becoming king eventually he had to succumb to his he had to swallow his pride even though he knew he was this great the fiercest warrior he could he could have snatched him out so killed a moment, thousand in that moment he had to learn him. humility he had to subject himself under you know he like thank you woman because i think he even he even like yeah gave her praises like thank you for bringing me back to my senses like thank you so much like mm-hmm. for looking out for your boy she looked out for both of them really she really did she did she did him a service did her husband a service and the that, whole household the whole household mm-hmm. right love me some abigail you gonna read what she said uh, I'm not, but I was going to read what David was saying when he was like, praise okay. to us. Should I read yeah, that? Go ahead, read what David said. So David replied to Abigail, praise the Lord, the God of Israel, who has sent you to me today. Thank God for you, for your good sense. Mm-hmm. Thank God for your good sense. Ooh, does your connection have good does sense? Have this, are they going to give you wise counsel? Mm-hmm. Because that makes me think about like you know when you hot you heat it like you mm-hmm. ready to pop off like you know which friends to call you know exactly who's gonna give you let's sensible go. <laughs> advice and then the ones that's gonna be like girl I got my all oh, black back on, on. we let's go ahead and ride out <laughs> like, right. so that bless you for it. keeping me from murder and from carrying out mm. vengeance with my own hands for mm. I swear by the Lord the God of Israel who has kept me from hurting you but if you had not hurried out to meet me not one of Nabal's men would still be alive tomorrow morning. Mm powerful return home in peace i've heard what you said we will not kill your husband the end shout out to sis shout out to sis come on abigail so even though we're using abigail Mm -hmm. as an example as a man as well Mm -hmm. are you able to cover the person that you're connected to which makes me think about adam and eve yeah Right, Ooh, she gonna go there. That's because we can always go back oh, to yeah. the garden. Always in the beginning, it's right? always in the beginning. So, like the fact is, right? And it's so funny. I actually just had this conversation today, in that no one notices that when Eve sinned, their eyes still weren't opened. Mm-hmm. That's good. We talked about this before. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until Adam mm-hmm. took the bite. Yep. That the eyes were open. Exactly. Because if he had been really walking in his authority, mm-hmm. he would have been like, uh-uh, Eve. And then he would have probably been able to go repent on her behalf. Yes. Because they were already one. Mm-hmm. And then the Lord would have probably redeemed the story. Exactly. But he partook in it as well. Yeah. Because her eyes still weren't open yet. Exactly. Until her head's eyes were open. Yeah. Who are you connected with yeah. in your leadership? Like, if I know, if I'm making a mistake... Will my husband, will my partner, my boyfriend, whoever you're connected with, allow me to continue mm, down that path? That's good. That's good. Because he has an authority. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you definitely value the, the opinion of the person that you're mm-hmm. with or the people that you're friends with. You do value their opinions, I would hope. 
Um, so they definitely play a factor. I'm not even yeah. talking about value in their opinion. Okay. I'm talking about stop that. Okay, you're talking about like firm rebuke. I'm talking about a firm okay, rebuke. Okay, yeah. Because well, then, what yeah. Abigail did was a firm rebuke. Mm-hmm. What e what Adam didn't do was, was not, not a, a firm, firm rebuke. rebuke. Got you. Yep. Yep. Facts. Because I can't be letting I can't be calling calling you my friend and then letting you drive off a cliff. Like, mm-hmm. all right, girl, if that's what you feel. <laughs> like, nah. If you feel like it, listen. Mm-hmm. I know somebody I call every time I'm about to make a stupid decision because mm-hmm. I know she's gonna tell me not to. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, um, I got this stupid decision that I want to make. What you think? Nah, probably you not sh- a good look. You sure? Mm. all right maybe i'll text next week <laughs> i'm gonna see if you're still saying no let's, let's see what you say about that like, right that like to and we're talking about relationally here right now right and not even friendship but in your in your relationship yeah. it reminds me of the yeah. the quote that people often say like um oh just follow your heart right and, and the scriptures yeah, the scripture clearly states that your heart is the most deceitful thing <laughs> of of, of of all <laughs> and it also says who can know it but the lord right my heart is stupid so you following you making decisions based off how you feel about things clearly it's not a good it's not always a good look Listen, i make a lot of decisions based on how i feel mm. and i am a hundred percent i'll be the first person to tell you that they are not good decisions mm. i literally look for checks and balances i'm like who can balance mm. these decisions yeah. because i know because sometimes it requires a heart decision it does sometimes it does sometimes it requires a head decision am i great at making head decisions absolutely not but when you say it requires a heart decision even you filter those feelings and emotions through scripture anyway yes absolutely and and you should be bringing everything to prayer also that's a fact because you can be skipping in joy on your way to sin (laughs) on your way but like that makes me think of like you know you being a bell and me being a a aerial Mm -hmm. different topic we'll talk about that later Right. Everything goes through your head. Mm-hmm. Everything is logical. It does. And everything you have sparks joy. <laughs> does it spark joy? Does it spark joy? Yes. Okay, let's <laughs> do it. <laughs> How does it make let's you feel? Do does it feel good? Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. If it doesn't feel good, let's yeah, do that. Not that. Right. Like, does that alpha spark joy? <laughs> like, right. If it's, spark, it's a different thing. So I know for a fact in our relationship, especially when I look for relationships with men, mm-hmm. I look for do you have that sensibility? Because yeah. I'm going to make you feel good. Mm-hmm. I'm going mm-hmm. to have fun with you. It's yeah. going to be amazing. Do you have the power and authority to know when to say, eh, to eh. ground it? Like to. To level things out. To level yeah. things out. Yeah. Because Adam didn't have it. Exactly. That's good. That's so real. That is so. Thank you. And cut. I'm <laughs> right. But That's Abigail real. did. Yeah. Abigail, Abigail knew. Abigail was like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Right. Let me move into action. And that's somebody you want covering behind your back. And we're going to be honest, like, even though it was a head and heart move mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she knew. Like, My life listen, is on the line. My life is on the line. My husband's Mm -hmm. life is on the line. He may be ridiculous, but I have to go ahead and step in for this. And do you have a woman or a man on your side who is interceding on your behalf? That's good. That's good. Because Adam did not intercede on the behalf of Mm -mm, Eve. He said it was not me. It was that woman you gave me. strawberry, too. You know, this is good. So sweet and sour. Look at it there. (laughs) That's hilarious. Okay. Yeah. Listen, Mm -hmm. that's that's what's up. Um. So we still in relationships. Yeah, yeah. I thought you had one that you mentioned in our text. Okay, so I gotta bring up my boy. Well, that I think. Okay, let's just talk about Job. Let's yeah, talk about. That's Job. what I thought you were gonna go. Let's just go there. So, mm-hmm. um, once again, you can read the story of Job in your own time. Very long, very good wisdom book. Um, Hang on one second before we even jump into. That, I just want to add, just preface oh, this. Uh, well, not the preface, the exit. This. Who you're linked to is life or death. 
It really is. And just kind of what we're said. And, and like, literally, Abigail saved his life. Adam destroyed Eve's life. Mm, that's so real. Because the Lord could have just like, I just remake a rib and then pull it back out and make another one. I, God wouldn't do that. Because well, he, he presents you, you married. God's going to respect well, he, that Like covenant. I said again, but again he could have restored it. The eyes it. were never opened. Child, she, it could have been redeemed because been her redeemed. eyes were never opened until mm-hmm. he ate. But go ahead. Mm. Okay, my boy Job, because we can we can stay on there for a minute. Yeah. My boy Job, you saw him and you read about his story, suffered a whole great bit. Mm-hmm. And as he's suffering, one thing that he did not ever do was curse God or speak against the truth of God's character. He was like, well, if this is happening to me, I need the Lord. Like, I I know I'm standing, I'm in right standing. So the Lord is going to have to come down here and explain to me what I've done wrong. But he never, like, no matter what he suffered, he always made sure that he upheld the character of God. So he had this wife of his who got tired of seeing him suffering. Got tired of him, I guess, speaking well of God and was just like, she was like, just curse God and die. Like, just that look, that God you got, he clearly ain't showing up. So you might as well do you. Like, (laughs) and so whenever I read that scripture, I'm just like, the audacity. (laughs) But, you know, could I have, could I have honestly said that I would like sit back and watch my my husband suffer, like without being a little bit bitter towards God. So I don't know, but it kind of ties in to what we were just saying about your relationships. Like, who are you linked with? And anyway, when I think about my marriage, my future marriage, mm-hmm. and if I'm in spiritual warfare, I can't be, you can't be up here talking about some curse God and curse die. God. That's going to be, <laughs> that's my source. <laughs> like what you mean? Right. I'm going to need you to be praying alongside me, fasting alongside me, interceding, like calling people, like gathered, calling like, this, calling the tribe, like we could keep her in prayer. Like what you, what, what you right. mean? Curse God and die. So I think it's just like, that's, that's what you, like when you just mentioned about e- um, being unequally yoked, that's why I never, I would never compromise uh, marrying or dating someone who doesn't share the same faith as me. Sure. Yeah. That's gate. If you don't so know God, there's me. nothing we could do yeah. because how can you pray for me? How can you like, cause a lot of things aren't physical or spiritual. Mm-hmm. Everything is so spiritual. like to me, I, that's the number one thing. Are you spiritually, not even spiritually. Are you relationally based with God? Mm, that's good. Mm, are you relationally? Do based? you have a relationship with God? Yeah. Do you Period. Not pray bro or no? Right. The sexiest thing you can tell, tell me is like, let me take that that's to God. It. Right. Cause one of my favorite things when I'm, when I'm, mean? when I'm praying for my spouse, I mm. always pray that I think it's Ephesians five or something. Ephesians something child. Where yeah. he talks about how the husband's gonna wash you with the word, wash of you with God. the word, and present like, you as a spotless, exactly. Without blemish. I need that. Like yeah. I need you to be. While I'm going through it, even when I'm not going through it, washing me with the word, right? You know, like reminding me of who God is and who who said who He says I am and who He's put us together to be. Like yeah. we're supposed to be iron sharpening iron, not tearing each other down. So, right. sis, ain't no curse God and die. Nah, Mm-mm. it's definitely not that. So I'm gonna flip it, right? Okay. Because she was a detriment to him. She was a detriment. But he was a blessing for her. He absolutely was. So. <laughs> he absolutely was. He stayed the course. You, he stayed the course. Mm-hmm. And the fact is this, and this was pointed out to me, which I loved. And I was like, oh my gosh, I never realized that. And I love it. When Satan went to God and said, let me do all these things. God said, all right, I'll take my hand off. You just can't kill him. Mm, he sure did. <sighs> he sure did. This is going to be deep here. Everybody died. Everybody. Servants, mm-hmm. kids, everybody, everybody, everybody but, but his wife because they're one. They are one flesh. Mm-hmm. 
and to kill her is to kill him and mm. he could not, not kill, kill so he cannot kill Sis joe don't even understand her blessing her blessing because her of blessing. his right standing with god and not the, her right the standing covenant god made with him kind of reminds me of abraham mm -hmm. when even though sarah it was sarah's idea to do the whole hagar thing yeah and remember when she laughed when god said when god that showed up, i was like you're gonna be pregnant this time next year and she was like who me never he's like why'd you laugh the promise was still fulfilled because of the covenant really because of the covenant he made with, with abraham, abraham. <laughs> can your man have a covenant with can god that protects you listen are you gonna cover me? are you or, am i covered or am i in these streets i'm out here in these streets i'm protected right. like what is happening because you can stand in the gap mm. and there's a headship and authority that you possess as a man and that makes me think about um what's it oh moses when Moses stood in the gap for the children of Israel yes, on Mount Sinai, on behalf, when he interceded yeah. on their behalf, when they was building that golden calf, the Lord literally said, the Lord God, he was like, step aside, I'm move them out. so my wrath can burn hot <laughs> against of these them. <laughs> they got to go. Ab they not Abraham. Go. Moses was like, no, I ain't Lord. moving, Lord. You going to have to get mm -hmm. through me. And we mm. is good. That's, <laughs> like, that's powerful. That is a thing that a man has over his house. Even if your wife doesn't know God, even if your wife is saying, curse your God and die, that man is standing in the gap for you. Listen, you are alive. You are held being more blessed through this man's existence and his relationship with God. Preach it. Now, he can't go to heaven for you, but Listen. he can stand in the gap for you. There's a scripture for what you just said. It's 1 Corinthians 7 and 13. It says, and if a believing woman has a husband who is not a believer and he is willing to continue with her, she must not leave him. For the believing wife for, for the believing wife brings holiness to her marriage and the believing husband brings holiness to his marriage. So in a nutshell, what scripture is saying, like what, what my cousin just said, even if your spouse is not in alignment with the Lord, I think it's even it even goes further to say like even that, that they're even if they're not a believer. So if you didn't already got in covenant with somebody who's mm -hmm. not a believer, the Lord honors covenants and He has the ability to restore. So, um, what I love about the scripture is like eventually the way that you model love, the way that you model Christ. Hopefully, they will come around to the God that you serve based off how you love and how you treat them. And so it all goes back to what we were just talking about. Who are you linked with? Is this person going to build you up in your faith and, and keep you on the right path towards the Lord? Mm -hmm. Or are they going to separate from you from the Lord? Absolutely. Point blank period. Absolutely. You want to talk about, oh, let's hit one more relation and then we'll go friendships. Okay. We gonna, what you about to do? The situation? Oh, I thought you were about to talk about the situation. <gasps> Delilah Samson. Ooh, mm. I was I was gonna go Ananias and Sapphira. Oh, listen. Okay, let's do Ananias and Sapphira and come back to your oh, to, man, to the situation. Really Who are you linked? <laughs> Who are you linked to? This is listen, really it. Let's it's link really up. Good. So there is this couple in the New Testament. The New Testament. In the New Testament, Ananias and Sapphira, and they are a part of the new church. Mm -hmm. Husband and, and wife. Husband and wife. Husband and wife. And so everybody in the church is like giving everything. They like, here we taking, we selling our houses, we giving all the proceeds, we emptying our bank accounts. They go into the storehouse. Everybody going to eat good, like and it's all I, willingly, all willingly. Nobody Nobody's told them to give a certain amount. That. Nothing. Not at all. So Ananias and Sapphira, they like, we gonna sell our house and give all the proceeds to God. Mm -hmm. But they were like, you know what? Let's say we gonna give all the proceeds, but keep a little bit, keep stashed. a little bit for us, mm -hmm. right? And so the thing is, like, no one asked them to do that. No one even right. said they had to give all the proceeds, but they lied about it. Mm -hmm. And it was and it was and Sapphira's idea. I believe Wasn't so. It? it was Sapphira's idea. Um, this is an Acts. 
And so the wife was like, let's just keep a little bit. Let's hold on a little bit. Back. Let's hold for on a little bit and day. let's not tell them. And let's, cause I want to look good to the mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm. You know, these people who want to look mm-hmm. good. I'm giving everything. Oh, I gave so much. Mm-hmm. I did so much. Oh my gosh. Look at me. Right. Mm-hmm. They're giving that energy. Mm-hmm. Cause they want to be seen. They want to yeah, do these it's things. All pride. It's all pride. And it's like, but I'm going to keep a little bit and just lie about it. Right. And so the Holy spirit saw them. The Holy spirit mm-hmm. knew exactly what they were doing. And when they came in separately, mm-hmm. Peter to be was like, uh, was this everything? Absolutely. Absolutely. All of it. Drop dead immediately. Gone. Gone. Peter gave him a little speech before that. He was like, it mm-hmm. wasn't me. He was like, something, something, something. Why, why would you, you do this? You, you didn't have to lie. It wasn't even me you lied to. It was the Holy Spirit because it is. You're about to die. Boom. Gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then the wife comes in. Same thing. Yeah. Is this all of it? Uh-huh. Boom. Out of here. <laughs> and the thing is, like, in who you're linked to is because she had that idea. Mm-hmm. But again, Ananias wasn't walking his authority. Mm. Boom. Or he could have been succumbed to pride. He probably was in. The, they probably was walking in the same authority with the same idea <laughs> could, of, so of greed. They were agreed upon. <laughs> they were in mm. agreement, just not in the right agreement. They were definitely in agreement, just not in holy agreement. So that's in Acts five, verse one. It starts with, um. Okay, here we go. He bought part of the money to the apostles, claiming it was the full amount mm-hmm. with his wife's consent. Mm-hmm. He kept the rest. Yep. She did not pull a Abigail. Nope. If she did pull a Abigail, she would have lived. And what's so sad is that, you know, this is the new, this is like the church, like Christ, he's gone. The Holy Spirit is with us. I feel like it just always goes back to the lack of relationship mm-hmm. because had you knew, had you really known God, you wouldn't dare try to lie. Cause mm-hmm. You see everything. Right. But I think that prior to this being the new church, they had got so used to and being accustomed to just giving sacrifices with their hearts being so detached from the process that they just never linked the two together. And so here she go thinking that she can just, slip a little lie by the lord and i'm like the lord like sis i see you though <laughs> see which is so crazy because like god put you here to be his help me mm-hmm. right so if you see him going down the wrong path it's your job so and even if he doesn't listen to mm-hmm. you you still pray you, you become innocent in that because yep. like listen this is my headship it's yep. god man woman yep. children yep so if my headship is not submitted to god mm-hmm yeah. I'm not going to disobey, but I'm not going to consent. Exactly. I'm not gonna it consent. literally says consent. I'm not going to consent and I'm not going to disobey the Lord. If my yeah. husband is outside of the alignment of the mm-hmm. Lord, I automatically don't have to be in alignment with that, whatever the decision he's made. Well, so. it, it, this might sound a little sticky, but in this, in this, in this scenario, right. Mm-hmm. And even in Abigail's scenario, mm-hmm. she was not in alignment with his decision. Right. But she never disrespected him true that's the if your husband's making a bad decision Mm -hmm. even if it's out of alignment with god you you, still have to honor you have to honor him which is very humbling exactly so like when you said that a little bit i was like don't uh, let's not i was thinking like directly to the lord like i'm not about to start coming out of alignment with what yeah, i know no no, no 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 absolutely you're not gonna yeah. follow exactly yeah, we're not gonna and, follow like, the leader. Did. we're not gonna follow no. that we're not gonna mm-hmm. consent to that yeah but yeah. i'm not gonna dishonor you right right because now that puts me in wrong standing mm-hmm. because That's god good. gave you as my covering yeah because if she if she really was walking with the lord she would have just went immediately into prayer 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, literally, she just wouldn't have consented. She wouldn't have consented. Because, like, she could have prayed and everything and all that. Mm-hmm. But even if her discontent would have really, he would have made it, maybe it would have made him think twice. We don't maybe. know. We weren't there. Yeah. He's like, yo, babe, we should do this. Mm, Probably not. I don't think so. Yeah. You know, it's okay. We could do this. We could do that. We mm-hmm. have other options. We don't, like, we, we can just tell them we could give them half. We, don't, yeah. we could be honest. Anything she would have said. One would have nullified her. Yep. Number two. And two might, might have changed his mind. Very true. Because when you're really with someone that you are in sync with, mm-hmm. y'all can have a difference of opinion, but eventually y'all come to some sort of compromise. Yeah. That works for the best of you. Because mm-hmm. I really don't like the word compromise because somebody loses. But, I don't uh, like uh, the, I don't like compromise. the term compromise at all. Yeah. Like I don't use compromise. Come to an understanding. An agreement. An agreement. Yeah. Because yeah, compromise com- means that somebody is going to be missing something. Yeah. <laughs> I think that everybody should yeah. get what they want. Yeah, but again, I that's think that's why the Bible is the standard in our in in relationship. In yeah, God because sometimes what I want is wrong. Yeah, so it's not a compromise. True, it's like because I know, like mm-hmm. I'm very well aware of myself. Yeah, and sometimes I want some really ridiculous things. <laughs> I know. I'm like, can we just build an underwater mansion? Like, why would you say no to that? It makes perfect I, sense. I actually <laughs> have a really good example of a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. She was a first time mom, and her and her significant other were going through baby names mm-hmm. and. She would pick a name. He wouldn't like it. He would pick a name. She wouldn't like it. Then, then, then he would pick. It would just be back and forth, back and forth. So he finally, he picks a name. And she's like, well, I really, I mean, I guess I, I, I'll let him have this. So I'm just going to go through my life with a, a baby name I don't like that I'm about to push out. No, we need to go back to the drawing board <laughs> and come to an agreement on another name. <laughs> so it's like, it kind of goes, that's what, when I think about compromise, I think about that. So I'm just going to walk around calling my baby Aquanetta because that's, that's what she Aquanetta was everything. <laughs> yeah. All right. So it um, wasn't the real name, but just saying right. like compromise. Um, in that aspect, in that aspect, you have to understand who has final authority. Mm-hmm. So if I have a list of names, some I hate, some I'm okay with, uh-huh. but can't pick one. He has the right to say, you are okay with this. Yeah, yeah. It might not be your favorite, but I'm going to do what's best for this family. That's different because you, you're okay with those names. Yeah. But you flat out don't like the name. That's different. But that's a whole that's, that's a whole other topic. topic. But <laughs> it's a whole other the names topic. are compromised, clearly. <laughs> um, you, every time you call your baby name, I'll call Wait, Get down here. But <laughs> God says don't compromise. Listen. Don't be compromised because, like, you have to either be black or white. You can't be. Let your yes be yes and, and you know you'll be no. no. Period. Yeah. Okay, so um, we talking about the situationship before we shift over to friendship. All right, run the situationship real quick. We're okay. Boom. Situationships, which I know a lot of y'all been in. Um, so we got our boy Samson and Delilah. Very famous Bible story. My boy is strong out here in these streets. He incredible Hulk out here in real good. life. <laughs> Dreads is, is slanging like my boy out here. One, mm-hmm. his pinky probably could take you down so anyway he meet this um seductress woman that he falls in lust with and he's at from the time of birth he'd been told that his strength was in his hair and he wasn't supposed to cut his hair and so here she go trying to set my boy up long story short he ends up revealing his secrets to her and then basically ruins hang his whole on, destiny hang on. let's reverse let's 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 take that back what she's mean? not the first woman in his life oh okay you want to mention the first wife let's go to you the- talk about that i'm not really familiar with this okay so Samson gets a Philistine wife named Timna. Which is a state number one. Why are you marrying a Philistine? Well, both of them was Philistines. Not Samson? No, I'm talking about Delilah. Was okay, well, yeah, too. Delilah. Yeah, that's different, though. But I ain't know, bro. I forgot he married a whole. I don't want to be racist on here, so let's not. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It ain't about being racist. It's about, <laughs> it's about the covenant agreement that the Lord made about. with them about them not marrying outside of the mm-hmm. bloodline. 
But go ahead. I know. I was like, if I relate it to now, it's just going to sound racist. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> so he marries this woman named Timna. Forgot about her. And yeah, Timna was um, a Philistine. And on the wedding celebrations, he's a, you know, Samson's a little arrogant. Let's not pretend Samson's like a stand up guy. Samson's like a, a butthole. But, um, so he has this riddle that he gives the people and he says, if you guys can understand my riddle, you guys will have to give me, if you guys can't get my riddle, you have to give me three or 30 party clothes, 30 mm-hmm. like prayer clothes, whatever the case may be. And if you guys win, understand it, I'll give it to you. I'll give yeah. you guys 30 party clothes, 30 prayer clothes, whatever the case may be. And you know, clothes was kind of expensive at that time. Y'all get the Gucci, I get the <laughs> yeah. Because they, they was like, yo, they was like, he gonna bankrupt us if right. we get him thirty outfits, like, because that's sixty outfits, we right? Thirty party I don't got it, right? That's all Gucci, all Louis down, mm-hmm. some Dior, right? <laughs> like, we're talking house of couture, like everything's right. the finest linens, the purples, like no fruit of the loom here, right? No fruit of the looms. We're not doing a, a polyester blend. Mm-mm. This is real, the real stuff, right? <laughs> so they like, yo, you brought this man over here. He gonna bankrupt us. We gonna kill you, your father, your family. We burning everybody to the ground, mm-hmm. right? So she's like, oh, shoot. They gonna kill everybody. Let me get him to tell the secrets. Mm-hmm. And they said that. He said, against your people. Since mm-hmm. you're doing this to your people. Mm-hmm. And like, if we're being honest. Samson so wait, Timna did this? Yeah. So it wasn't Delilah. Oh, no. you're right. Timna before Delilah. Timna, Delilah was just a part of the plan. Nope, Delilah the was the second woman. Oh my gosh, I need to go back and reread. You got to go back and read. This is a Judges 14. Yeah. So, um, Timna is scared. Mm-hmm. In in this moment, it's like she didn't even think to tell her man, like, "Hey, they threatening us." Like he he could have killed them all. Yeah. But she was more loyal to her people mm-hmm. than she was her husband. Mm. That's real. That's real. That's like you being more loyal to your mama uh-huh. <laughs> than your husband. Than my husband. No, that you, you running to tell your mama. You get it. Give. <laughs> Stay out of our household. Stay out of your household. Stay the, out of the household. You've done, and they they literally said that. Like, listen, you um, hang on. Anyway, I'm gonna scroll down to it. So, yeah, she wept and she, oh, my goodness. So this is how she did it, right? So they told her, entice your husband that he may explain the riddle to us or else we will burn you and your father's house with fire. You have invited us in order to take what is ours. Mm. Hang on. Sorry. One second. Oop. Oh, you invited us to this party just to make us poor. So Samson's wife came to him in tears and said, you don't love me. You hate me. You have given my people a riddle, but you haven't told me the answer. He said, I haven't given the answer to my mother or father. <laughs> he replied, why should I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> he was not for the manipulation. He was not for it. He was not for it. He was like, so she, So she cried whenever she mm. was with him. And kept it up for the rest of the celebration. And it annoyed him to the point where. At last, on the seventh day, he told her the answer mm-hmm. because she was tormenting him with her nagging. Mm. Then so he failed the first test. Then she explained the riddle to the young men. I totally missed that. I cannot. I can't even understand how I forgot that part of the story. Like, that's so crucial mm-hmm. to him failing the second mission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. It's like the build up. It's the build up. So you were manipulated and manipulation is witchcraft. Definitely. You were manipulated and the word of God says in, um, in Proverbs, a nagging wife is worse than a constant drip. It's better mm-hmm. to live on a roof than live in a house yeah. with a nagging wife. Yeah. Na- I feel like nagging is demonic at this point now. Right. Now that we're getting to it. I can't imagine somebody just whining and crying all day, all day long. Yeah, this is, I, honestly, I'm not a you fan love of, like, spousal abuse, but, uh. <laughs> <I'm done. laughs> we did not support that. I don't support it, but, uh, in her case, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Get no. out of here. No, so, at the end of the day, she ends up being burned alive in her father's house anyway. Yeah. So, they ended up killing her regardless. But the fact is that you did this, betrayed your husband, mm-hmm. who you married. Mm. That's what happened. For you your people. Like, mm-hmm. Who are you connected with? You marry somebody who don't believe the same God as you. I'm telling you. Because he didn't. Ha- one. You didn't have his best interest at heart. Mm-mm. She were by herself. He could have protected you. But he also didn't honor you. Or mm-hmm. value you. Because right. he was keeping secrets from you. Very much so. But he was right mm. to keep secrets from her. So why did you marry a woman you couldn't trust? Can't trust. Boom. Why you link with somebody you can't even trust. You can't build with. Mm. Like. I had to sit my tea on what? that one. That was, that was a mic drop moment, for real. Mm-hmm. For real. Like, that's so real. I never even thought of it like that. That's that's real good. Right. Real good. And so, she ends up marrying his best his best man, mm-hmm. or whatever. And he had an attitude. He stormed back home and went to his daddy's house after that. That's right. And then that's how he ends up with Delilah. Yeah, so he ends up killing that wife. The, the town kills the wife. The town kills her. That's right. Yeah. And so, he skips along his merry way mm-hmm. in pride. <laughs> Uh-oh. And then sometime later, Samson fell in love with a woman named Delilah mm-hmm. who lived in the Valley of Soyark. They never got married. That was his, his, his main thing. His boo thing. Mm-hmm. And so the rulers of her people went to her because she's, they told them that they was rocking together. Listen, let's let this be a, a lesson for men who are of higher stature. <laughs> Not every woman with you is not sent. Like, some might just be sent to you on a mission. Oh, yeah. Some can be a, a counterfeit. Counterfeit. You have a counterfeit mm-hmm. person, a distraction. So yeah. they sent her, right? Um, They saw that Samson was feeling her. And they said, go over there, right? Entice him to tell you what makes him strong. So we can overpower him. And we'll give you a hundred and a thousand and a hundred pieces of silver. And she said, bet. Let me go get my lashes done. So Delilah said to Samson, <laughs> please tell me what makes you so strong. <laughs> and what it would take to tie you up. What? what kind of, she, at least she was straight up. Like, what? there was nothing subliminal about her intentions. Right. <laughs> nothing. So to see him go from telling her, I think he told her he played games with her like once or twice. And then he finally breaks down yeah, and he, tells the secret. I'm just like, bro, how? How do you get here? But that lust is powerful, ain't it? He says love. The word of God says love. So I'm going to let them believe that. Okay. It says love. He loves her. And honestly, it doesn't say love a lot of times dealing with relationships in mm-hmm. the Bible. Mm-hmm. It says love with Samson and Delilah. And it only says love with them and with um with Hannah. Mm. Her husband left her. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, listen, my Samuel. boy ended up getting his, his popping dreads cut off. We know how lost it his is. strength. He lost his whole purpose and destiny behind this. Mm-hmm. But who are you linked with? You're linked with somebody who doesn't have your Detri- best intentions. Detrimental who's to your destiny. Detrimental to your destiny. Is the person you're linked with helping you with your destiny? Mm. Are they moving forward in your destiny with your yeah. purpose of God has called for you? Yes, that's powerful. That's so important. 
and I think that's a great segue into friendships. Friendships. So I. Um, oh wait, sorry guys. The question: The chat is open. So if you guys have any questions, comments, in or concerns, please write them in, and we will address them live. Go ahead. So great segue into friendships. I automatically think about my boy Jonathan and David. Mm, good friendship. Um, when I think about positive friendships, and we mentioned this before, but you need a friend that's going to hold you down regardless of what other people are speaking about your character. Because mm. here you go, Jonathan, right? His dad is flat out turning into a madman wanting to murder David. Yeah. But he knows David's heart. He knows David's character. And he knows his daddy crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so he didn't just go along with what his daddy said. He was like, no, nah, let me go check with my boy David and let him know whether or not it's safe to even come back here. Let me cover him. Let me protect. Like, because I know you're going to be the next king of Israel. Like, he kept speaking that over him. Like, yeah. I, I got to I gotta help you get to your destiny. So one with one relationship being detrimental, this one being uplifting. And so I think about that with my friend groups um, from a very early age. We opened up talking about this. Like my mom would always be like, not everybody is your friend. Yeah. <laughs> if that person don't show themselves friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very cautious on who I let in my circle. I mean, I'm very congenial. I can I can befriend anyone. I love to meet people and, and mm-hmm. you know, but the depths of who I am yeah. are only known by a select few of people. Um, and so we have our little tribe. <laughs> um, girly guy gang. Yeah, girly guy gang. <laughs> um, we have our tribe and I think about, you know, how, like we said earlier, like if I was off to the deep end, mm-hmm. they're not gonna let me swerve over to the deep end because they know the things that the Lord has promised for my purpose and my destiny. They yeah. know the Lord, they, they know the things that the Lord has spoken over my life. Mm-hmm. They've seen where I was and where I'm going. They're not gonna just sit back and just let somebody tear me up. Like, nah. If they heard somebody talking reckless about me in the streets, or if a, if a demon pull up with a lie in their ear about me, they went, uh-uh. Demons love pulling up with a lie. Listen, <laughs> if I pop up as a masquerading spirit in a dream, they go, uh-uh, bye. Hold up. I cast it, it down. No. That ain't my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> so we need more friends like Jonathan, you know, to hold yeah. you down, you know? Yeah, I think that, especially in real life, what I can say is, like, I have, I've been a hot topic at a lot of different places in, like, in my life. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's just like, my question is always all the time when somebody's like, is people talk dirty about me? Mm. Like, what did you say? That's always mm. my question. What did you mm. say? What was your comeback? When they were talking dirty, what did you say? Mm, that's that's real. That's good. Because were you sitting amongst company that talks bad about me? Mm-hmm. And then also, because most of the times if you do, to me, that's a red flag. Mm. Because that's in your heart as well. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you you were aching for that. You were your itching ear wanted to talk bad yeah. about me, or if you heard something that was untrue about me. Mm. Right, That's real. And it's like you have no like this doesn't even matter. Like if somebody came to me and was like, you know, KK was in the back smoking crack. <laughs> He ain't even smoked a cigarette. Right. I'm like, KK ain't never smoked no cigarette. She don't even do the hookah. Like, she don't smoke no weed. She ain't like, eat no edibles. Now she doing crack? How she go from a straight nothing to crack? To crack. <laughs> what? Your mama's on crack. <laughs> Your mama on crack, bro. No, she's not. Your mama on crack, bro. Yo, it's a real song from the 80s. This is a real song. horrible. We found it. But oh, wow. with that being said... Am I standing for you or am I believing the lies of the enemy? Am I believing the lies of these demon-possessed people or whatever the case, whatever, whoever's saying these things about you mm-hmm. that I know from my experience with you? Right. Because they might not have experience with you. Right. They're just trying to tarnish your reputation. Mm. They're trying to tarnish who you are. They're mm. trying to tarnish your destiny. They're trying to step in the middle of something that is for you. Yeah. 
Because who sent them? Who sent you for real? Because you, if you're not beneficial to my life, you're obviously a distraction. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that people that come into your life, you always have to be friend for them to be beneficial to your life either. Right. Um, it is a little hot in here. It's but hot. it's like, mm-hmm. you don't need, they don't, people, there's some people that are in your life for seasons and they're yes. still great people. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're attached to you forever, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's different. But um, yeah, I just, I love Jonathan and David's story. I'm, Sadly that it didn't, it, David, my boy didn't have to, right, he didn't get the yeah. Sorry. But I want to even talk about, I want to stay on Jonathan, but in who you're connected with in, Ah, Saul was doing a battle. I guess mm-hmm. the thing is the Amorites or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Jonathan was separated. Yeah, yeah. And he just had his armor bearer with mm-hmm. him. He was like, let's go up there. Because yeah. the Lord going to be with us. And the armor bearer was like, bet. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. What you like, Let's pray. Let's Your ask spirit? the Lord. Mm-hmm. Is the Lord going to be with us? The Lord's with mm-hmm. us. If they yeah. say this, then we know the Lord with them. Lord, and you mm-hmm. know what he said? Bet. bet. Let's go. That's somebody who's riding mm-hmm. with you. Like, are you riding. riding with me? When the Lord says yes. Mm, are you riding good. with me that's good that's good right there because they marked everybody 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 and they was young too because i said that saul was 30 when he was king and yeah yeah whole john so i would think that jonathan might have been like 15 right out here slaying right. literally 15 um, 18 somewhere mm-hmm. so so that any other friendships you could think of good friendships biblical friendships um that's the best one yeah that is the best one let's um, rock with that one okay so let's wrap with beneficial so we talk about things that are detrimental to your destiny great friendships things I that think are we good should. for you to say i want to talk about mentor like who you connect to in a in a network kind of way okay so let's talk about like biblical like biblical community things of that sort mm-hmm. of discipleship yeah um automatically think about my boy paul and timothy yeah absolutely. he definitely discipled one. my boy mm-hmm. he discipled them and then also thinking about um Priscilla and Aquila. Mm. They was mentored by Paul. They helped build the church. Like yeah. they were, they were a married couple, by the way, who helped further the church and, and spread it across, you know, where it is now, whatever it is now. Yeah. Um, and because of their partnership, their their marriage, their union, mm-hmm. and Paul's guidance and and, and support, mm-hmm. they were able to do a tremendous things for the Lord. And so it goes back to what you're saying. Um, who I are like you connected to? Think to about Ruth and Naomi. Mm-hmm. I think about Ruth and Naomi when it comes to who you're connected to in your network because Naomi was her mother-in-law yep. who she could have left. She could have. Who she stayed with. Mm-hmm. But Naomi got her a man. She sure did. She's like, you know what? Since you held me down, she I'm going to make sure It's you time good. for you to get a home and a, pro- a permanent provider. Yep. She literally said that and was like, mm-hmm. let's go. I'm going to teach you how to get your man. Bam. Mm. Play matchmaker. Play. She did it. And so who you're connected to mm-hmm. sometimes elevates you to your next level. So with Timothy, real. with Ruth, and can sometimes take you away from your next level. Hmm. And that makes me think, uh, we talked about this before, the prophet who... Um, uh, deterred my boy. Who deterred his, his purpose. Yeah. Because that, pro- that was likely a test from the Lord for him to pass. And had he passed it, who knows? Like, Because mm-hmm. if you're going to be a prophet, you heard from the Lord the first time. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to check in with the Lord a second time before somebody else roll up on you and tell you something different than what the Lord said. Right. That ain't what the Lord told me. Um, You trying to pull up the story? I am. Okay. Well, Talk about something else while I'm doing it. Oh, okay. So, okay, I guess I can give them. A, Another example uh, or, or a real life example? A real life example of good partnership. So, uh, cousin and I have been, we've been being discipled by the same um, spiritual parents for a very long time. Um a lot of a lot of what they've taught us and birthed birthed through us came with a lot of um just their their just openness, their transparency. It was very important for us to talk to people that was real. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> who had really been through some things yeah. um, and not to just stay with not even to just stay amongst people that were our own age um, because I mean not to say that people our age haven't experienced a lot of things but it was just helpful for us to be with some people that were more seasoned in the faith um, and so they've been very beneficial to our walks with the Lord especially in the beginning of our our walk so um, ne- uh, spiritual networks are very important very very important um, in, in your walk with the Lord and that's all I say. You got your scripture yet? Yeah, I got it. Bam. So we're first Kings thirteen. Um <clears throat> we're gonna start at Okay, nine. Ooh, wait, no, eight. But the man of God said to the king, even if you gave me half of everything you own, I would not go with you. I would not eat or drink anything in this place. For the Lord gave me this command. You must not eat or drink anything while you are there. And do not return to Judah by the same way that you came. Specific instructions. So he left Bethel and went home another way. As it happened, there was an old prophet living in Bethel. What kind of prophet was it? Old. That means he wasn't a prophet right now. He used to be a prophet. He was an old prophet living in Bethel and his sons came home and told him that the man um, told him what the man of God had done in Bethel that day. They told their father what the ki- the man had said to the king. The old prophet asked them, which way did he go? So he already knew what his instructions from God were. Exactly. His exact instructions. His sons already told him what the man of God's exact instructions were right so after he told them it was like which way to go so they showed their father which road the man of god had taken quick saddle the donkey the old man said so they saddled the donkey for him and he mounted it then he rode after the man of god and found him sitting under a great tree the old prophet asked him are you the man of god who came from judah yes i am he replied then he said To the man of God, come home with me and eat some food. No, I cannot. He replied, I am not allowed to eat or drink anything here in this place. For the Lord gave me this command. You must not eat or drink anything while you are there and do not return by this to Judah by the same real of the same way you came. The old prophet answered, I am a prophet, too, (laughs) just as you are. I'm a person of God, too. We're linked just as you are. I serve God, too. Just like you do. Hmm. I'm a Christian too. Just <laughs> like, like you are. And an angel. And an angel. And I heard from God. Mm. You know, God told me mm-hmm. that you had $30 in your pocket for mm-hmm. me. No, I'm just kidding. Like, give me and an angel gave me this command from the Lord. Bring an him angel. home with you so he can give him something to eat and drink. But the old man was lying to him. So they went back together and the man of God ate and drank at the prophet's home. You know what? I'm going to keep reading. I was going to stop, but I'm going to keep reading. Then while they were sitting at the table, a command from the Lord came to the old prophet. He cried out to the man of God from Judah. This is what the Lord says. You have defiled the word of Mm. God and have disobeyed the command the Lord your God gave you. You came back to this place and ate and drank where he told you not to eat or drink because of this, your body will not be buried in the grave of your ancestors. Mm. After the man of God had finished eating and drinking, the old prophet saddled his own donkey for him. Peace out, bro. And the man of God started off again, 
But as he was traveling along, a lion came out and killed him. His body lay there on the road with the donkey and the lion standing beside it. Took my boy a whole purpose away from him. Linked to the wrong person, bro. And you link to somebody who thinks they know God, who Mm -hmm. tells you they know God. Mm -hmm. And heck, might even really know him. Might know God. What the Lord told you. You. (laughs) And if it doesn't align Mm -hmm. with what God told you, God is never going to contradict himself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He said what he said. Yep. Don't let nobody prophet lie to you. Don't. He is a prophet lie. Don't let nobody prophet lie. That was cute. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Not the prophet lie. Don't let nobody you do that to You prophet lied to him. Mm-hmm. And told the Lord, I saw an angel. That's and cute. That's a cute angel. Angel what came the to me. The Lord told me. And said, feed this man. Why <laughs> <laughs> didn't say that? Mm-mm. That's dope. Um, I think a good comparison before we wrap up, uh, the bad prophet mm-hmm. will be a good prophet to prophet story. Uh, Elijah and Elisha. Mm. How he received <gasps> that dope portion. Ooh, like, that's a good I one. I just automatically think about the battle that they were in. He was like, Lord, open up his eyes so he could see that it's more here for us than it is against us. Like things that... No, that was elevate. that was that was Elijah's other uh his his lower person. That wasn't Elijah's. Yeah, yeah. but the two of them together. No, the, the, oh, that wasn't an Elijah oh, and Elijah oh, story. Oh, I thought that was Elijah. No, that no? was Elijah was already gone. Oh, okay, well, yeah. well, he learned that from his. From he a, learned it from from Big Homie. Yeah. Big Homie. <laughs> yeah, he was trained up right. He was trained up right. So somebody that's gonna again sharpen your faith. Like, yeah. When you're trying, when we're talking about connect networking in regards to like ministry or just purpose, mm-hmm. life life purpose, um, it's important to have somebody who's who has actually has some experience with the Lord and can give you some direct right. guidance. Because Elijah definitely gave Elisha the double portion. He said, definitely. "Listen, when you go, let me get a double portion of your blessing, mm-hmm. and what you what you're able." Before and your heavenly Uber comes. Before your heavenly Uber comes. Double up. What can I get from you as my mm-hmm. mentor? Yeah. How am I better? Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. a great that's a great aspect of that. Who are you connected mm-hmm. to in your network? Yeah. Speaks to where you're gonna go in your future. Who you're connected mm-hmm. to in your friendships. Yeah. And who you're connected to in your relationships. Um, this lady at church used to always say, um, "Show me your friends, and I'll show you your, your future. future." Yeah. Yeah. So real. So real. So yeah. I think this was like great. But that's topic. another thing. It's like if you hang around eight billionaires, you'll be the ninth one. Listen, if you where hang around, at? <laughs> if you hang around eight clowns, you'll be the ninth one. Listen, we need to get to the uh, country club quick. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be hanging around. Gotta right get now. away from the clowns. Yes. Yes. Okay. Right. Well, listen, um, I enjoyed this topic. Yeah, you? this was great. I enjoyed it. Do we have any questions, comments, or concerns in the chat? No. Well, it's been a pleasure yes. hanging out with you all today. Hopefully, who you are linked with is now ringing important to you, maybe. Yeah. Maybe you're going to be more a little uh, discerning yeah. when it comes to I'm who cautious. you're surrounding yourself with. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to close with? No, I'm good. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in. Like, share, sip, subscribe, and we'll c- tune in next week. And may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship with the Holy Spirit be with you all. <laughs>